Up next, we have Activate, narratives from people making positive change, done in collaboration with the Bloomington Volunteer Network. Today's episode features Susan Sizer and Leslie Davis. We turn now to the latest installment of Activate on the WFHB Local News. Welcome to Activate, featuring stories of inspiration from your community members who stand up for what they believe in and encouraging you to live your passion, make a difference, and get involved. My name is Susan Sizer. I am an anthropologist, and I just retired from my job as a professor at IU in the Department of Anthropology in June 2022, and it is my great pleasure to be able to put some energy into the community. I feel like that was something that I had to put on hold for a long time. I am one of the wheelie women. I'm Leslie Davis and with Susan, I am one of the co-founders of the Mobility AIDS Lending Library, along with uh, all four wheelie women and our, our other partners in crime. The Mobility Aids Lending Library, or MAL for short, is a community organization run by people with mobility disabilities. And when we started, um, Susan named us the Wheelie Women because we we're four women all on wheels. We or the MAL accepts donations of gently used mobility aids, such as manual wheelchairs, transport wheelchairs, power wheelchairs, mobility scooters knee scooters, uh, crutches, walkers, shower benches, and plenty of other things. And we make these available to people who need them, either for short periods of time or permanently free of charge. We are like a matching agency between the mobility aid or device and the person who needs it. You have a mobility aid that's no longer needed, or if there is an aid or device that you or someone you know could use to improve their quality of life, we invite people to fill out our mobility aid donation forms or mobility aid need forms. Um, and we are also, uh, we also have a uh, Facebook page where we are putting up pictures of all the things we have. And it also has our contact information and links to these um, forms that we ask people to fill out if they need something or have something to give us. You can email us at mallbloomington at gmail.com. So that's M-A-L-L Bloomington, mallbloomington at gmail.com. There's also a good, a very good website to get like more familiar with this whole, the world that everything we're talking about lives in, right? The disability access world is bloomington.in.gov slash CCA for the Council for Community Accessibility. I would hope that the presence of free and readily available mobility aids will inspire people to become more mobile than they have been or inspire them to make use of something to make their daily life safer for themselves and the people who care about them or care for them. And I think Susan and I are both big proponents of using mobility devices doesn't make you more dependent. It makes you more independent because exactly. you can do so much more for yourself without having to ask others to do everything for you. 
Absolutely. And it makes you feel more empowered because you actually are doing the thing you need <laughs> rather than pretending that you don't need it. So like for me, the example for me was I was really, I lived in Los Angeles and the YMCA in Los Angeles was in, in downtown LA was in a really cool place, but it was the top of a building. So you had to park in this parking lot and then the elevator takes you up. And then you had to walk all the way around this kind of, I don't know, paved area to get into the Y. And I was struggling to do that with a cane. And by the time I got there, I couldn't do anything else. You know, so I remember shifting from a cane to a walker. And that was great. And then eventually the walker became too much. And I shifted to a manual chair. And I wept each time I had to make those changes. Just wept. I was like, oh my God, everyone going to think I'm an 80-year-old woman with a walker. I was like 33. No, no. I was, uh, let's see, what age? I was 40. And then when once you get it, once you do it, you're like, oh my God, why didn't I do this before? And now I can get everywhere I want to go. Except for <laughs> you can't because the <laughs> built world is not built for, uh, us. built for us. It hasn't, it hasn't caught on to the truly wonderful world of universal design. Visitability is a real issue. Um, and I don't mean visibility, I mean visitability. That is not being able to go anywhere except for your own accessible home and places that have been, that are publicly declared, you know, spaces that need to be made accessible, like the YMCA or museums or city buildings, right? But like shops, boutiques that have like one step or two steps, or the main thing for me as a social a person who likes to meet other people where they live and an anthropologist, right? I'm an ethnographer. I can't get into other people's houses. Um, so that's super frustrating for me. Um, so the built environment, you know, universal design has been around for 30 years. It's, it's a concept of making every built space available for use by every ability person and every age person. So like toddlers can reach a sink if it can move up and down. Um, a, a mom with a stroller can come into a house if there's a ramp, right? So a piano can get moved more easily if there's a ramp. Um, yeah, so it's just like the wisdom of the curve as opposed to the straight angle, right? So curved ramps, curved everything um, is just so much better. So. I don't know why it takes so long for people to be catching on. You know, we're waiting. And we're doing what we can in Bloomington, Indiana. And we're both on the Council for Community Accessibility. Um, you know, when we meet on the last Sunday of every month from 1 to 3 p.m. Um, in room 2B, um, people can come in and just check it, you know, see what they like. Try out the different rollators and walkers and crutches and um yes, Susan. I really hoped that we and we still hope that people will come by just to talk to us 
about kind of easing into yes. disability. And we're happy to show people some things that might be able to work for them. Yeah. You've been listening to Activate, a co-production of WFHB and City of Bloomington Volunteer Network, working together to build an empowered, vibrant, engaged community. To find more information about volunteering in your community, visit bloomington.in.gov slash volunteer. The City of Bloomington Volunteers Network aims to inspire, support, and celebrate volunteerism in the community by connecting volunteers of all ages. They invite you to get involved and make a difference by visiting bloomingtonvolunteernetwork.org by emailing getconnected at bloomington.in.gov to learn more.